Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Don't you date me? It's a podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though if you came in my elbow fold, <laughs> I would keep my arm bent and keep it forever. <laughs> I would never unbend my arm if that's what you wanted from me. <laughs> oh, boy. My guest today runs Comedy Bureau. It's a Twitter account? No, it's a whole website. It's a whole website and a Twitter account. Yes. And Instagram and Facebook. All yes. Of it. It's Jake Kroger. Hey, everybody. Um, you always look so dapper. Thank you so much. Uh, you always have a nice hat. Thank Today you. you are wearing a tie. I am wearing a tie. With yeah. a tie clip. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what brand is this shirt? Uh, Givenchy. Yes, <laughs> Givenchy. <laughs> yes. He's a designer boy. Is, is that what I am? Well, Givenchy is designer. Designer. But like a lot of times people call me a, like a fashionista and then they're like, but wait, it has an A at the end. Maybe I'm a fashionisto. And I'm like, oh. I don't know, whatever you want. I think you're a dandy. I I get dandy a lot as I well. I think dandy is what we call gentlemen who dress nicely. Yep. And you also, okay, this is a rude question. Is the cane for fashion or for use? It's for fashion. Ah. Although, uh, you know when those earthquakes happened? Yes. I had like a month where I had like like mild vertigo. Really? Yeah, it was real weird and really annoying. Oh. A cane helps with that. I see. I had vertigo once. When I shot a commercial in Romania, thank you, where they hoisted me up in the air because I was playing a fairy, and then the director would decide what he wanted me to do. So I was just this fat woman in a dress swinging around in the air (laughs) as people spoke in Romanian as to what they wanted me to do. Yeah. It was probably uh, the peak of my career. (laughs) Because you're literally up in the air? Yes. (laughs) Um, so, Jake, you yeah. are or not dating somebody? Are you single? I am single. I am not dating somebody. Okay. And I have never been in a relationship. Me either. Welcome to a very small club. Actually, it's not a small club. People keep telling me that they're like, I'm also in my 30s and I haven't dated anyone either. Yeah, what's going on? 
I don't know. I think it's it's harder to meet people in this day and age, 2019. I agree. Um, I think it's also harder to maintain relationships with people mm-hmm. in this year of 2019. Oh, sure. Uh, everyone be messaging each other on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Um, before we, like, get into your relationship stuff, sure. this lady DM'd me on Instagram. Uh-huh. And I want to read this. Oh, please do. Because I don't remember... What I said, I don't, okay. So the backstory is, I read her initial DM on an episode of this show. Okay. I deleted it after I read it because I think it upset me. Uh-huh. But then she wrote me an extra long response, and I'm going to read it. Okay. So she said, hi there. I just heard you talk mad crap about my message on your podcast. I believe you said I was extremely judgmental, but then you judged me for the unsolicited advice I gave you. Advice is in quotes, but it's like if you gave me advice, that's what it is. But here's the thing. You're in the public eye and therefore have given 100% permission for people to judge you. I don't think that's true, but okay. (laughs) You only want to hear people tell you that you're perfect and nothing needs to change, but that's not true in the slightest. Well, (laughs) that's what my therapist says. (laughs) We we all evolve and change or else we would be the same shitheads we were 10 years ago. I'm not a comfortable married woman who doesn't know shit about reality. I feel for you because you are lost and floundering. Although you're successful in your career, you are a grasshopper on how to treat people. I don't know what that means. Me either. A grasshopper on how to treat people? A grasshopper, what? Grasshoppers don't treat people any sort of way because they're animals. Yeah, they're bugs. It goes on, which baffles me as to why you are confused that no one is willing or ready to take you on. You have lost all shame and filter. I know (laughs) you and your fellow comedians and actors will tell you that you're great because you're all on the same train going to nowhere. (laughs) And then she goes, I know you will mock me. She's correct. And and think you're above me because you have some sort of extra knowledge that I don't because I'm not a washed up Los Angeles skid mark. (laughs) Wow. And all that, but I have not had an easy life. I feel bad that you lost your parents, but you need to check yourself. <laughs> yes! But you need to check yourself, girl. Whatever the fuck you're doing is not working. Also, my kids love your show. I know a lot of other kids that love your show, and their parents would never watch it if it weren't for their kids loving it so much. So think about that the next time you get a check, because you shouldn't shit on people big or small that support you. God, I hope God comes into your life. Go ahead. Mock me again. I don't care. I'm just a normal fucking mom who's come a long way to have normalcy. Because if you were to know what I've been through, you would surely shut your mouth. Not everything is about sex and vulgarity, but this podcast is. Yeah, it it's is. It's easy to be bad and gross, but it's hard to be good and respectful. Count your blessings, not your shortcomings. Things will change. We'll be praying for you. <laughs> so then I wrote to her. I'm not sure what you're referring to, but I'm sorry I offended you. Then I reread it. I was like, I reread this. I got to say, what awful things to say to me. I don't think I said anything about you as mean. But let me know the episode of the time code so I could listen. But I hear you. I see you. uh, And if you feel good saying this to me, I'm glad. I try to treat people well and make them smile. If this skid mark made you smile as you typed, then I did my job. As far as my comedy, I do what I think is funny. Oh, boy. This was a wild read. And she has seen it, but she has not responded. Wow. So that is crazy. <laughs> that is Do you think do you do you think as she wrote it she like thought about it in your voice like I know she's going to read this so I'm going to zhuzh it up for like a Nicole Byer read? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But also I'm like if you hate me so much why do you listen to my podcast? Something tells me it's not about you. Ah. <laughs> she has a lot of anger about other ah. things. I think maybe her initial thing was like, you're not ladylike, and maybe if you cleaned up your mouth, you would find somebody. Uh, I think that might have been the initial oh, yeah? message. Right. But my friend from Instagram, hey, if you're listening to this, I didn't really mock you, mock you, but like your message was insane. Right. We don't know each other. Yeah. Has anyone ever messaged you anything like that? Long, long, long ago, like what back in film school. Oh, yeah. I I I started like some random blog where I would just like write my thoughts, and mm-hmm. like three months in, I forgot what I even was writing about. But somebody's like, "You're an idiot." <gasps> 
and this is a poorly thought out argument oh, no. and you should stop writing and like do something else. Wow. And actually, I remembered just post-film school, I gave a script to somebody who was like a theater person because they asked for the, me to uh, give it to them. Mm-hmm. And then we had coffee and in person he was like, this isn't good. Ooh. I don't know what to do with this. It's like unsalvageable. <laughs> Dang. Like to my face. And he's like, I mean, I you're very nice, but I uh, y- you got to like do something else. Dang. <laughs> I, okay, I'm all for honesty, but I feel like if you can't fix something, what's the point of criticizing it? Yeah. Like to tell someone that it's bad. I think it's like, oh, here here's where a couple mistakes are made and here's how we could fix it. Yep. But like that, I don't think that does anybody any good for just saying this sucks. This is bad. Right. Especially why, why are we doing this face to face? Yeah. An email would suffice. Yep. A text, a phone call if you're feeling wild. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, you don't need to, you could just say that it's not good and that be it. And I'm like, okay, and <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. People are living nightmares. So, okay, mm-hmm. you are currently single. Are mm-hmm. you looking yeah, to get into I'm, it? I'm looking. Should I kind of lay out my whole deal? Yes, lay out your entire deal, please. All right, so just turned 32 over the weekend. Yes, happy birthday, 3-2. Thank you very much. You're like welcome. Like that new version <laughs> of the happy birthday song, <laughs> just for 32-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm 32, uh, haven't been in a relationship. okay. Um, haven't had sex. Okay. I'm a virgin. Is this, okay, this is interesting to me. Right. Are you a virgin because of society, God, or your own fears? <laughs> what, uh, what a nightmare of a question. Yeah, that, that, your own fears? Wow. <laughs> Uh, I, is that okay? You don't have to answer. No, but. I'll answer. I'm. I. This is the. It's not a thing that I am ashamed of. Okay, good. It's not a thing. It honestly, it's a thing because it's not a big priority in my life. Okay. So it's. I mean, not really society or fears. It's. I really don't care as much as everybody else. Ah. And that gets under people's skin. <laughs> So when you saw American Pie, you were like, surely I don't identify with any of these gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I mean, really? You uh, you were so horny. You had you just saw a pie. Yeah. He fucked a pie because he. <laughs> Do we have know? to say spoiler alert for that? <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah. If you haven't seen American Pie, then that's your own fucking fault. The movie <laughs> came out in 1999. Yep. But Jason Biggs. Fucks a fucking pie. That's the crux and then of the movie. His dad walks in yep. and is like kind of okay with it. Like he's upset, but like, okay. Like if my mother saw me fucking scissoring a pie, right. she would go, Nicole, <laughs> Nicole, uh-huh. there's sugar and caramel inside of you. You're sick now. We have to take <laughs> you to the doctor. Yeah. But I guess it's just on his dick. But then, like, what if pie got in his like dick hole? But honestly, if I sucked a dick and it tasted like pie, I'd be okay. So back to you being a virgin. <laughs> cool. Cool transition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What a treat it would be to have a dick that tasted like a pie. Anyway, yeah. so you don't care. I, I don't care. I mean, I think I used to care back in, like, high school and, like, mm-hmm. the beginning of college. But that's because, like, as, like, a, a guy who is, I think, mostly straight mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, every other guy's like, you know, pressuring you and judging you based on trying to have sex, Mm -hmm. whether you have had sex, regardless of their own, like, attempts to have sex or whether they're lying about having sex or not. Mm -hmm. So when you go on a date with somebody and say the date, it's winding down, you're at the bar, do you drink? I drink, but I don't get drunk. Okay, so you've had two cocktails over the course of five hours. Yep. And she's maybe had four. So she's mm-hmm. slightly more tipsy than you. Right. And then she goes, so you, you want, oh, she's drunk now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just did the math in your she, head? <laughs> well, no, the voice came out as way drunker than I thought. Okay, so it's less drunk. So she's like, okay, so I'm having a really great time. Do you want to like, go back to my place? What do you say? Uh, sure. Oh, okay. But so, it would uh, I'm not going to assume that any sex is going to happen. Okay. I understand that that's a possibility. Yes. But I probably wouldn't even, like, engage. Oh. I would just, like, I enjoy the company of this person. Uh-huh. 
and I want to spend more time with them and get to know them better. I mean, I hope okay. that doesn't sound like hacky so or whatever. In this hypothetical situation, right. you get to her house, and yeah. she's like, I'm not drunk enough to let's have some more. <laughs> so then you have you have one more cocktail. She has two more cocktails, and she goes, okay, you know, fuck me. And what do you say? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of uh, literally happened. No, thanks. Oh, it did? Yeah, so... I like going out dancing. Yes. I go dancing at least once a week. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, how I do my cardio, and mm-hmm. it's also very fun. And I happen to meet some women this way. And one, this is a couple of years ago, but I uh, I was out dancing, and, um, you know, if you're a guy who dances on the dance floor by himself, you project a certain level of confidence, and it was, some women find that attractive, and yes. they'll dance with you. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened in this uh, one girl, like, real took a real shining to me, uh, meaning immediately started grinding on me. Ah, yes. And while there are a lot of guys who are like, yeah, this is what's happening, I was like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I need to be on beat. I don't want to be out of rhythm. That's what I was focused on. Okay, fair. Yeah, I wasn't like, oh, this is, like, yeah, awesome. Um, so... She really went for it. Like, she grabbed my uh, hands and put them mm. on her breasts. Oh, okay. And I was also like, okay, that's what she wants. Okay, uh-huh. I guess this is all right. And we kept dancing, like, for the whole night, and she progressed to get, uh, progressively got drunker and drunker. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why I agreed to this, but I agreed to drive her home. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, there was about two or three people she almost fought, and I was like, why did I? Why so am she's I? okay. So this woman is grinding on you, drinking yeah. and fighting people, and yeah. you said, "I gotta get to know her." Yeah. <laughs> no, I agreed to drive her home before all that happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I'm a man of my word. Mm-hmm. And so the the place is uh, closed, and we step out, and it it just rains, so the pavement is wet. Yes. And she bought a. She was so hungry. She bought one of them street hot dogs, wrapped wrapped in bacon. You know the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just. I'm not here for street meat. Yeah. I just think, where do they wash their hands? Right. Is it clean? How do you clean that grill? How do you clean that grill? Oh, so she gets some street meat. Right. Do you, would you feel better if they just printed an A and had an A on their street Honestly, car? probably. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, well, uh, the state checked them out. Yeah. They're just a big blue A. Mm. I'm just not going <laughs> to check any further. <laughs> Um, so she bought this street hot dog because she was so hungry, and then immediately, this is how drunk she is, as soon as she got it from the vendor, uh-huh. dropped it. Oh, yeah. And it's on this wet cement, uh-huh. and she's, like, reaching for it. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, honey, no, 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 it's gone. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. And for, like— She's a fighter for the cause. You yeah. can't waste food when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, for— You'll never get any other hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, even though there are plenty right there. Um, there For four minutes, she legitimately tried to reach for the hot dog. I'm like, you can't. It's done. <laughs> Did she get a new hot dog? No, she, she's just like, it's gone. I guess no hot dog. And she could have just went back to the street lady. She's and like very, very drunk. Okay. So she's like, all right, just take me home. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she gets in my car, she's like, want to hook up? Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, I'm all right. <laughs> and, and then she immediately fires back, are you gay? Oh, boy. <laughs> and I'm like. Uh, this is truly haunting. She's <laughs> reminding me so much of myself. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. Oh, no. <laughs> because when you hear it being recanted, you're like, oh, 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 this this is bad. Uh, okay, so this was this me? Uh, it wasn't you. Okay, perfect. She she is a, she was barely five one. I think. Oh, okay, perfect. I'm taller. Yes, you're much taller, okay. and she was Hispanic. Ah, okay. You, I'm not Hispanic. You are not Hispanic. I'm a black. Yep. Okay, so this little Hispanic girl. Yeah, she's like, says, are, are you are you, gay? are you gay? As if to like. I said I, I I pushed away her advance, and uh, mm-hmm. a question of my sexuality is going to get me in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I in her defense, because I have done that before, uh-huh. it is, I have been rejected, right. so it's not me, right. it's definitely, it's something about you, you don't want me, and there, I have to find out the reason, right. and that's the reason that's number one in my brain. Let's see if you went as far as she went. Okay. So I said no, and I'm like... Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not gay. I just, I, I don't want to hook up. And she's like, okay, really though, you're not gay <laughs> for like 
25 minutes. Oh, boy. She's like, seriously, though, you're not gay? And she's so drunk, she can't even remember where she lives. Oh, no. So we're, like, wandering around all around East L.A., and I'm like, oh, God. And I I think around minute 17, she's like, all right, you know who you remind me of? My uh, best friend who was gay and killed himself. And I'm like, what what is happening here? Homegirl's out of her mind. Oh, yeah. You can't say that to another human being. No, especially, I mean, like, I mean, what what are you hoping to gain from that? (laughs) She was like, maybe if I tell him about sadness, he'll fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the equation she ran in her head. This is how I'm going to get this done. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to tell him, it reminds me of a dead man. That is upsetting. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I got her home safely. She made it home fine, and I thankfully have never seen her again. Perfect. That is very nice. I'm sure she thinks about that night often. If she remembers it. Oh, uh, she probably, oh, you know what? Since it was just the two of you, she might not remember everything she did. Right. Because when you act poorly in front of multiple people, there are multiple people to be like, oh, and you did this awful thing. Right. And after you did that awful thing, another awful thing happened. Yeah. And you did it. <laughs> yeah. We should teach people how to drink. <laughs> yes. That, right? Yeah. We that, just say you're 21 now. You can do whatever. Right. And that's crazy. Right. She'd be like, you could do whatever, but like, Whatever is pretty bad. Yeah. We have to take a break. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. 
Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Emmy Award winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Oh, Just a- like that dinosaur movie, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? Wait, which dinosaur movie? It's the dinosaur movie called We're Back. It's oh, a little boy who's an orphan who wishes for dinosaurs to come back. Dinosaurs come back, and then there's a circus. And there's <laughs> the man what? who's the ringleader of the circus. He's got like a a scar on his eye, and he wants to have all the dinosaurs trapped in the circus for himself. Oh my god. How, as an adopted person who loved dinosaurs as a kid, how have I not heard of this? I don't know. It was my a god. great movie. I'll have to I check it out. I uh, believe John Goodman plays one of the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. and then some cute little kid voice plays that kid. Alright. You gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. It's a great it. movie. There's a parade scene where they wow. dance and stomp around. It's a great time. Wow, wow, wow. Anywho. Um, okay, so is that the worst interaction you've had with a a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, that's definitely, definitely up there. I, there have been times where, I, like, what I thought was a date retroactively got made not into a date. Mm. Probably because I didn't say the word date, even though yeah. I like drove to her place and like picked her up, uh-huh. drove her like took her to a show mm. for, and had her ticket comped, <laughs> and like took her to dinner and then drove her back. Like I mean, but if she doesn't want to call that a date, then it's not a date. Fair, yeah. To me, that's a date. I thought it was a date too, but also it was a terrible time. Oh no. Yeah, uh, I mean, like. As soon as she got in my car, I think within, like, five minutes, we were talking about, like, um, you know, the conversation that society's having about sexual assault. Oh, boy. Like, right at top. And then uh, we went to this Christmas-themed comedy show at Largo. Uh-huh. And, uh, and she, one of her favorite comedians was on it, and uh, that's why I took her to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're on a date with somebody at a show, you're kind of like looking over, seeing if they have a good time. Mm-hmm. I was checking and she's laughing it up and had a good time. And as soon as we left Largo, she's like, you know, I'm Jewish, right? And I'm like, yeah, like we don't like Christmas stuff. Oh, and I I'm, didn't know that was like a blanket thing that it's Jewish not. people It believe. is not. Uh, I mean, certainly, and certainly there's like, you know, uh, a lot of Jewish kids who like doing Christmas stuff because it seems more fun than Hanukkah. That's mm-hmm. from what I've heard from Jewish people that I know. But it isn't like a blanket stereotype yeah. that you just automatically hate. At the And you had a good time. I saw you having a good time. And then I was like, ah, do you want to get something to eat? And she's like, sure. And then I um, – She's like, no Christmas cookies. <laughs> no Christmas cookies. But uh, I was like, what do you want? And she's like doing that. I, I – I, I don't know if this gets on your nerve, but she's like, I, I don't I don't know. What do you want? Yes. Yeah. I do not like, if I ask first, it's your choice. Yeah. You have to choose. Right. But then when I get asked, I'm like, there's a lot of pressure. But then I'll just throw out a couple of places. Right. I just said Thai, and then <laughs> she was like, sure. And then as we're driving to this place that I knew was open— uh, she's like, I don't know. Should we go somewhere else? And I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna, uh, you know what? This has been frustrating enough. I'm just going to drive to the place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was in Thai town, so parking's a little hard. Mm-hmm. I was, like, trying to find a spot. And then it was taking so long. 
Uh, she, she at one point, she's like, there's parking over at that place. Why don't we go over there? <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, this is, I just need to do valet. So I get up to the valet and, uh, the guy's like, oh, that's $2, uh, $2. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll pay. It's fine. She's like, if it was fine, you wouldn't have to say it was fine. Ooh. Haven't I even had dinner yet. Boy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we, yeah, we sit down and like, uh, it's real tense. Mm-hmm. I, you know, what do you talk about? I'm like, all right, we're going to just go for a oldie, the weather. Because <laughs> it's just, it's mm-hmm. what it, like, uh, you're mad at me, but we're stuck here because we're ordering food. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, oh, you know, it's uh, nice that it's getting colder. And literally she goes like, the weather, that's what you want to talk about? Ooh, wow. She seems like a real treat. Oh, lordy, she is. So I I was, you know what? I kind of just pulled the audible and I was, you know, I'm just kind of like uh, I, uh, a little anxious right now. I got like this big show coming up and I, you know, this is our first time kind of hanging out or whatever. Like, I, I don't know what you want to talk about. You know, I'm just um, uh, you know, wanting to have a good time. And then she sort of, eased up mm-hmm. and talked about how trouble at her job. And it actually ended up being a nice dinner. Oh. And we went and did uh, karaoke after. Oh, wow. Right. And I, for a time, forgot all the other terrible part mm-hmm. <laughs> that thing that retroactively became a hangout and not a date. Because ah. we like went out again and I'm like, oh, so this is the second date. And she's like, oh, that wasn't a date that we went on. Oh boy! Yeah, she seems a little exhausting. Oh, but then again, is. I don't know. I I always just assume if it's just one on one, it's either a romantic date or a friend date. Right. Uh, but either way, it's a date, and yeah. you're like auditioning to like be in each other's lives for a little bit longer. Right. You want to um, know something even more wild than that? Yes. So it was only like probably a year and a half ago that I kissed somebody for the first time. A year and a half ago. Yeah, thirty one. Wow. Or thirty. Yeah. I don't know if that's like truly wild. I don't know. I I think more people I guess it's I don't want to say late bloomer because right. I, I feel like that seems uh, uh patronizing. Yeah. Uh I think a lot of people out there don't have sexual experiences till later. It's just in like movies and TV, it's a problem one, mm-hmm. two. Everyone seems super fast when they're younger and they're like sure. all fucking, but like right. I don't know. I didn't kiss anyone until I was like 19 or something. Right. Or no. I didn't fuck till I was 19. Mm-hmm. I kissed someone a little earlier. I don't know. But uh, like 30? But how is that? Truly, how it happened and the experience itself was pretty great. See? Uh, it's nice that you waited. You had a good experience. But the the, the way it happened, it was crazy because I was just at this bar downtown at a stand-up show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was there to see a, a, a friend and... She had just got off stage, and I was, like, chatting her up, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, boy troubles. And I'm like, yeah, I, I hear ya, you know? And um, as, just as I start to get into that, uh, this this girl walks up to her, and she's like, oh, I enjoyed your set so much. Mm-hmm. And then looked at me, and she's like, ooh, I like your glasses. I wear glasses at night. Mm-hmm. And uh, Just at night? Yeah, the DMV told me last year I had to wear glasses for night driving. They tell you that? Yes. When? How? Uh, so I, in renewing my license, I had to take a vision test. Uh-huh. And I did know that they had an extra test that wasn't just looking at a board. Oh. There was another test where you have to lean into a machine that simulates night driving. Wait, what? I know. I didn't have to do that. Well, have you had to wear glasses for a while? I've worn glasses since uh, elementary school or middle school. That's probably why you haven't had to do that. But I also wear contacts. Uh, well, Do you not I, wear contacts? Nope. Oh. I, I've only had to wear glasses since last year. Oh. Yeah. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. But okay. it's, yeah. She liked my frames, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. And we were starting to chat it up, and then she's like, ah, excuse me, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And so I then turned to my friend, and I was like, yeah, I, I hear you on the boy troll. You know, honestly, I haven't ever dated, and I haven't had sex, and I haven't mm-hmm. kissed anybody, and I'm going on and on. And that girl comes back, and she's like, so what are you guys talking about? Mm. And I uh, decided to kind of spill it all out there, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, I'm, you know, 30, and I haven't had sex, and I haven't dated anybody, and I haven't kissed anybody. And she's like, What? You haven't made out with anyone. Shut the fuck up. That's uh-huh. what she said to me. And I'm like, 
all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's true. I, and she's like, you're lying. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. This is a bad lie. Yeah, this is a very but terrible lie. It's also a great lie. If a man, <laughs> if I was like, if I had three drinks in me mm-hmm. and some dude goes, I've never kissed a girl, I'd say, well, you're going to kiss a girl tonight. Yeah. That's a great plan. That's kind of what happened because she's like, well, hell, I'll make out with you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. And so, uh, of course, me being who I am, I just like kind of bullshit for five or ten minutes until she's like, so are we going to kiss or what? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're, we're going to kiss. We're going to kiss. And so she, I mean, she takes the lead. She uh-huh. like grabs me and then brings me close to her. And then we have, a, I would say, a very tender and respectful kiss. <laughs> tender and respectful? Yeah. Like, like the kind that I would imagine you would want to do at a wedding. Like during the ceremony? Yeah, during the ceremony. Dance floor. During the ceremony. Ah, okay. Yeah, you don't want it to be too long, but you want it to be nice. I want a nasty kiss at my ceremony so everyone knows we're going to fuck good that night. Yeah, I'm for that. (laughs) that. Uh, Yeah, I've never heard of a kiss being described as respectful. (laughs) I'm trying to envision what that's like. Yeah. Oh, I guess it would be like soft and nice. It is. It was. Gentle embrace. Yeah, it was. I like being manhandled. I like being grabbed and thrown around. Yeah. I like to be disrespected. (laughs) (laughs) But in a respectful way where I've said, this is all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we could do. Yeah. So you'd been on dates prior to your first kiss. Mm hmm. And at the end of the night, you've just never tried to kiss anybody? No. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's too forward. Okay. Or perhaps I haven't felt a connection enough to feel the sort of gumption to try that. Have you kissed anyone since your first kiss? No. Okay. All right. Are you on the apps? I'm on an app. Which app? Hinge. Do you like Hinge? (sighs) No. (laughs) I mean, so I had never done dating apps Uh ever. Because I just wanted the magic of meeting somebody in person. Yeah, that's. I wanted a story. That's, that's not and good. I almost had one, but it and of course it never ended up being anything. Mm-hmm. Like it, this is such like a start to a romantic comedy. I was at a mall and I backed out, and this cute girl like rear-ended me, uh. and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I just got back from Europe. I'm so jet lagged." I'm like, "It's fine. It's just a scratch," and uh, I didn't like file a report or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sent me this handwritten note with a jar of jam. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And I sent her a handwritten note back and then. uh, Like through the mail? Yeah. How old timey. And then what happened? Nothing. Oh. Yeah, she was just glad that I didn't file anything. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, oh, this man, I better get him jam. I was swiping on Hinge. Mm -hmm. Or no, maybe this was, uh, uh, no, this is Bumble. Mm -hmm. And I came across this man. And then you know how, like, you get to answer questions? Right. So his question said, well, get along if you rub the back of my neck while I'm driving and not say a word. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, good Lord. Wow. Then he said, perfect first date, a place where I could bring my dog because if she doesn't like you, well, it's been fun. Wow. This is very aggressive. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he didn't write it as aggressively as I'm reading it. Sure. And then he said, I'm totally fine with you loving my dog more than me. And then after work, you can find me at the gym or cuddling with my dog. And I was like, okay, so this man is looking for a partner for his dog. Yep. Yeah. The profile should be for the dog. It not- truly should be. Yeah. Which I think is very, very funny. Yeah, it is. So I, uh, just to see for myself, I signed up for Hinge like mm-hmm. five months ago. Okay. And for three months, I was just like on it trying to swipe and all that. Mm-hmm. And like no dates. No dates whatsoever, and I think maybe I matched with six people and, like, maybe got one question in Mm -hmm. and then ghosted. What's your opening question that you ask people? Uh, I don't have, like, a go-to. I try to, like, whenever I ask somebody something or I comment on something, it's just, like, unique to whatever their profile is. Oh, so you do a little bit of work? I do a little bit. I try. You'd be surprised how many men? Don't do any bit of work. Well, they go like, hey. They just go, how was your weekend? And I say, great. How was your weekend? I 
also never really answer people because usually I'm out of town. So we'd be like, I was in Orlando last weekend. Why were you in Orlando? And I was like, oh, doing shows. I don't want to, I don't need right. to, yeah. you don't need to know my whole deal right. before we meet. No. I was just, I just, uh, yeah. let's see. Let's see if anybody on Hinge has hit me up today. Let's see if anyone hit you up on Hinge today. Let's uh, check our hinges. Okay. I doubt it. <laughs> like, I've, it's pretty empty. Okay. Like, you could see a tumbleweed coming across oh the screen boy. or something. Someone has liked me. Oh, cool. But I don't know where he is. No. I don't know where what town this is. But let's see if I'm into him. So he liked a photo of me holding a giant dildo. Uh-huh. One bigger than the last one I posted. So his- <laughs> Bigger than the last one? <laughs> Yes. So wow. I have two pictures of me holding dildos. I know, I know the 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 one that like you've been having for a long time. Yes. Now I have an even bigger one. That's great. I'm trying to attract the wrong person. No, I'm trying to attract somebody who thinks it's funny. Yeah. Um, oh, you want to make it more clear that it's comedic rather yes. than some guys like, like sexy. I wait. My penis has to be this big. Yeah. Let's see. He says. The hallmark of a good relationship is consistency, communication. This is nice. Mm -hmm. Honesty, trust, physical, physical em slash emotional attraction, and great sex. For whatever reason, I'm like, I don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like that's inherent eventually. I feel like a lot of what he just said is inherent. Like what, you yes. don't want those qualities in somebody? Yes. I mean, I guess if I were to answer the question, a hallmark of a good relationship is we could sit on a couch together and not speak and not feel pressure. Yeah, that's very specific, and uh, like that better illustrates who you are rather than to like a greeting card answer, right? Of, I get there's so many of those profiles. No matter what it is, where it's like, how is this your personality? You love <laughs> Game of Thrones. Does that make you stand out as a person? <laughs> well, some people really loved Game of Thrones. Yeah, a lot of a lo most people. <laughs> You're correct. I've never seen an episode. Same here. I did see like a smidge of one. Right. And it was like a brother and sister who were fucking who got lost or locked up in a tunnel. Yep. And I was like, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> this is like a little too much. Yeah. I feel like that's the, the I feel iceberg. all of it is truly so wild. Like, oh, yeah. Homegirl's flying on dragons and mm -hmm. she's releasing dragons, but then she gets mad and her dragons don't like her or something. <laughs> I don't know. And then know. her name is Khaleesi and she white. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so back to relationships. Sure. What are you looking for in a partner? I'm looking— And do you want to be in a relationship? So much want to be in a relationship. Okay. Yeah, definitely want to be in a relationship with one person. Okay. And one person only. Okay, so you're not into this— uh, Holly. Oh, what do they call it? Uh, conscious— Oh, dang, people call it something. Oh, is it a new Mars, term? Mars, do you know what I'm talking about? Dang, it's like, uh, oh, ethical non-monogamy. That's what people call it now. Oh, what a great it's sounding. It's very, very hip. It sounds, ethical non-monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> like you're saving the planet if yeah, you do it. Yeah, like an energy source. Yeah. I, I practice ethical non-monogamy. Cool. So you're not into ethical non-monogamy. Nope. I'm I'm a one-person person. You're into ethical monogamy. Yes, very okay. much so. <laughs> and then what qualities do you want this person to possess? As an overview, I want to be with somebody that's as excited about being with me as I would be with them. Oh, that's adorable. Thank you. I also would want them to inspire me to be a better person. Like, they're a person that I would find that, like, is so good in so many ways that I'm like, you know what? I want to be better. Oh, that's cute. Thank you. Do you have any physical attributes? It's a very shallow question. <laughs> because I have physical attributes that, like, I think I want in a person— but then I've met people who I've been taken with who don't have those physical attributes. Right. Yeah, I. You know, it's interesting um, because of my unique situation. Mm -hmm. uh, I've gotten to talk to a, a matchmaker or two. Oh, and how is they're expensive? Well, they. I'm a curious case, so they do it for free. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like once. Oh. Yeah, and so, like, they'll ask these questions, and they'll, they'll try to be very delicate about it. So they're uh -huh. like, like, I wouldn't even, they, they'll ask a bunch of questions rather than just like, oh, what do you like? You know, okay. like, would you say that you prefer blondes over brunettes? And I'm like, I mean, I would, I'm open to all of it. Mm -hmm. Maybe a slight edge to brunettes, but also, if a girl has, like, a, like blue hair or red hair, I'm preferring that over 
<laughs> natural hair color. Fair. Okay. Yeah, I want somebody who has a funky sense of style, you know? A funky sense of style. Yeah. To go with your dandy style. Ideally, and I know this is upsetting to a lot of people because I've said it in person. They're like, ugh, gross, Jake. I would love to coordinate outfits with who I'm <laughs> dating. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I don't think that's terrible. Um, I just had a meeting with uh, this writer and then her. she was like, did my assistant tell you that she saw you perform? I was like, no, she didn't tell me. And then she said, well, my assistant said that when she saw you perform, she was wearing a matching sweater with her boyfriend and you looked in the crowd and went, ugh, what are you, a couple that's matching? <laughs> You're what's wrong with society. <laughs> Fully just joking because I don't. <laughs> right. Because obviously that's not what's wrong with society. But no. I think when I see a matching couple, I'm like, fuck, they love each other so much. Yeah. I want to be that in love. I think that's the sort of subtext of that. Oh, I think that's really cute. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, I think, like, I definitely, I think it says something about a person when they have a defined sense of style mm -hmm. that they ascribe to every day, you know, and they're disciplined about it. I haven't worn the same exact outfit in seven years. What? How does that happen? Uh, I got a lot of hats. <laughs> oh, so you could be wearing the same top, same pants, but a different hat? But I got a lot of hats, a lot of ties, a lot of tie clips, shoes. I so technically you can be wearing the same outfit with just different accessories. Correct. Oh, okay. Uh, I have been finding I have more shoes than a lot of women. How many pairs of shoes do you have? 83. You know how many pairs of shoes you have? That's yeah. insane. Yeah, when I moved to my new place, I felt like I needed to count. 83. How many pairs of shoes do I have? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Five times one, two, three, four. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of my shoe shelf. 30, 40? Maybe 30, 40. Okay. Yeah, so you definitely have more than me. <laughs> but then how many pairs of stripper heels do you have? Zero. Okay, gotcha. Beat. I have at least eight. Yeah. That uh, I never wear for class. Because <laughs> I can't fucking walk in them. Yeah, those so are I so at night. Yeah. How how many inches are those? Six. What? Yeah, and then the four-inch ones I don't like. Yeah. So I try to practice in those Is there, six like, inches. just, like, a window of time you can wear that before absolutely needing to take them off? Like, 10, 15 minutes? I can stay in them for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. And, and then, then after 30 minutes, I'm like, well, I'm done. Because <laughs> it hurts. It hurts yeah, your dang feet. I can, uh, yeah, I can only imagine. But no, I was going to say, so the matchmaker asked, like, they, w w they tried not to say, like, hot. Or, like. Oh, okay. They, so the question the guy asked of me was, like, so, so like, fit. Would you like someone who would be described as fit? And I'm like, sure. Cause, and she's like, great. Because that could mean a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. Um Sure, that covers, like, your supermodel, conventional, attractive types. But that also, like, there are a bunch of people who aren't any anywhere close to that, but we're also, like, still fit. We work out, mm. and, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm open to that. It doesn't, yeah, I don't need somebody who's rail thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I, I find that I'm kind of open to, I, I find myself attracted to a lot of different types of women. Yeah, I don't think I have a type, per se. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do have a type, and it's men who are not interested in me. Oh, no. Yes, uh, because I have daddy issues. Did you just answer the title of your podcast? Uh, no, because <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot more than just sure, that. Sure. Uh, but, okay, here's a question I ask all of my guests. And by all of them, I mean I miss Carl Tart. <laughs> and I miss. Why did that happen? I don't remember. Uh, there's one more that I think I've asked everyone but two people. Would right. you date me? I don't think I would. <laughs> okay. I No, I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, I have such a low, low sex drive. Oh, okay. That I don't think we'd be compatible. No. I think that would be very aggravating to you. Because <laughs> and, and I applaud you for being oh so openly horny. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. And I'm Thank glad you. you're living your best life that way. But that is just not me. Fair. I get that. A lot of people aren't like that. Yeah. I recently asked a dude that uh, I hooked up with a couple times if he would do the podcast. And he was like, no, I can't <laughs> think of a more anxiety inducing thing. <laughs> 
Also, if you want to talk about it in person, we can. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Content. No, I, yeah, I yeah. know fully why we're not dating anymore. Right, right, right. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to make another episode of my show. <laughs> uh, and maybe see you again. Oh, right. And maybe you'll fall in love with me after we see each other again. <laughs> uh, because I'm fully insane. But don't worry, I have therapy right after this. Great. Um, okay. Well, we've come to the end. Sweet. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for having no. Uh, Thank you for being on. Oh, my God. Do you have anything that you want to promote? Uh, yeah, mainly the Comedy Bureau. The comedy yeah, Bureau. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, everything you need to know LA Comedy News site, whether you're a comedian, comedy fan, person in the biz. Uh, it has everything you need to know about shows and news. And if you dare to try it, open mics. Um, and that includes stand-up, sketch, improv, mm-hmm, clowning, mm-hmm, podcasting, mm-hmm. screenings, or whatever you want to call the under the umbrella of comedy. Uh, there's a Patreon for that. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, you know, it's a service that's open for the community and I would like to feel supported at all. Um, so you can find that, that at patreon.com slash the Comedy Bureau. I also give tours through the L.A. comedy scene. Okay. Via Airbnb. Oh. Yeah, like people around the world book me to like see the real L.A. comedy. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's very, very fun. Well, do that. Yeah. Also, if you like this episode of Oh, Why Won't You Date Me, you can give it five stars on iTunes. You can like subscribe to have it just pop up in your iTunes podcast. Also, you can listen on Spotify. You can listen truly anywhere you want. But if you want to send me something nasty to hit on me, You can do that, and I'll read it. So this person said, Nicole, if I was single, I would throw my pussy at you like the Big Bertha game because your intro music and your voice sound like my childhood rival, which is interesting. (laughs) I'm not sure what that truly means. Um, Here is another one. A lot of of mixed signals from these messages. Oh, I'm always getting mixed signals. This person messaged me on – oh, no. So he messaged me in – in Instagram, and he said, "Hey, saw your profile. On OK, Cupid would have asked you out, but didn't want to end up a prop in your comedy. <laughs> oh God! Plus, I'm still in college. And then this other person messaged me, or they sent me a screenshot of the Plenty of Fish message. But I'm not on Plenty of Fish, so right. someone's catfishing. Right. Uh, you're beautiful in a million different ways. Message me, little sassy pants. You're so sexy. I want to hold you powerfully. <laughs> <laughs> so none of those were super nasty, but uh." We tried. Very funny to (laughs) want to be held powerfully. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. This has been a Team Coco production. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 